You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. <laughs> Kevin, why would I want to see your digit? Listen, you've already had your stomach noises going, and, and, and then you had the kiss licks, you did the Gene Simmons tongue thing. Oh, God, I tell you. And then on Twitter, you, you, you were wanting to... I don't know, strip naked or something. I don't know. Oh, Mike McPeak got involved. Julie got involved. Everyone got involved. There was mass hysteria and chaos, and I was trying to record five different podcasts, man! Yeah, well, that's your problem, not mine. (laughs) (laughs) See, he doesn't care about me, listeners. He really, really really doesn't care about me. He doesn't care but, that I woke up at 6 a.m. It's now midday. I have been podcasting nonstop for six hours. Call me a Looney Tune if you want, or, or a fool, or, or a freak, or whatever. Well, you know what really bothered me is I'm getting sloppy force here for the day, and that's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... Yes, this is the R-rated version. Last week was the adults-only version that maybe you could let your teenager listen to. This is definitely the red light-only district version of Geekiest Show Ever episode. God knows what it is. Kevin, what episode are we up to? 107. 107. How about that? So, Kevin, how have you been since episode 106? Um, plus one. <laughs> I've been doing pretty well. I've been Listen, doing pretty we're, well. We're not a Google Plus podcast, you know. You can't just plus one us. So I'm going to minus one for creative thinking. Uh, careful, I'll like you with my foot up your arse. <laughs> I'm a bit worried about him today, listeners. I don't know. I, I, hey, you know, Kevin, Kevin, I think, was just a little bit jealous that I didn't have him on NAMP because I double-booked NAMP, and unfortunately, he didn't get on with a guest that he wanted to appear on with. I'm sorry, Kevin. Well, I would take your apology, but I'm going to say no, I'm not going to right now. <laughs> I'm going to torture you in some other way. Uh-oh, uh-oh. What time's Gretel get home? Because her and I are supposed to Skype when she gets home. Oh, she's already home. It's Saturday. Oh, she okay. doesn't work Saturdays, so haha, uh, <laughs> you missed your point. Uh, sometimes you make her work on Saturdays, poor thing, sainthood that she deserves. So. Yeah, put up with me, I totally agree. Yeah, that, that, that's right. Mike McPeak was talking about that you should flush me. God, good Lord, I don't need that. Listen, listen, listen. I can't even look at my screen. Damn video Skype. We don't need video, we just talk. Can I look at the screen now, Kevin? You can try. I don't want to. Listen, listen, if you take any more off, you're going to crack me screen. No. (laughs) Oh, God, thank God it was only a dream. It was a nightmare. I mean, seriously, Kevin even gave me nightmares last night. How about that? I had to get up at 5 a.m., get an hour's worth of prep ready to, to do a day of podcasting. And, and what happens? I have nightmares of Kevin undressing. Uh, out of my head. Out of my head. Out of my head. Back the freight train up. I wasn't the one that gave you the nightmares about me undressing. You made that up all on your own. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was encouraged by everyone on Twitter, though. I blame you all. You know who you are. 
I don't know who we are. Who am I? Wait a minute. What day is it? Okay, I'm not sure of that. But okay, we can go forward anyway. Let's see. What? Who? What? What? How? Oh, sheep dip. I don't know what else to say. See, I didn't say shit. You didn't now. <laughs> well, sheep dip. See, I didn't right. say shit again. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it, it, it's like that ad that you sent me on YouTube for Kmart where they could <laughs> ship pants and, and they kind of turned it into shit pants in the store. And that was friggin' hilarious. I'm going to have to put that link in the show notes so that everyone can see. It was just, it was crazy. Uh, yeah, one of our faithful listeners, uh, Dorothy, seemed to like that one too. <laughs> <laughs> I like the old guy at the end. I just shipped my bed. <laughs> I, you know, it was just priceless. Because at first I was thinking, was is this a spoof or is this a real advertisement? You know, and because, you know, sometimes they do go that to that extreme in advertisements. Other times they don't. Sometimes they're, you know, a little bit more restrictive and they just don't go that far. But I thought it was, it was great fun. It was really well done. And look, anyone who got offended by that, I think, really, come on, you know, it's... It's not something to get offended by. So it's, have a laugh at society. Have a laugh at yourself. And, and you know, it, it achieved that goal. It was really quite useful and, and good for a great laugh. Yeah, uh, Mark, uh, Switcher Mark and I were having a little discussion about that video. And uh, he said it reminded him of a Saturday Night Live bit. And uh, I said, oh, you mean something like this one? And I, one of the classic ones is... Uh, I guess it's Alec Baldwin, the guy that was in uh, Hunt for Red October. Is that Alec or Alex? I forget. One of the Baldwins, mm-hmm. whatever the hell one it was. And they had the one where he was on there, and he was he was uh, talking about his shvetty balls. <laughs> <laughs> and they were these, like, you know, cookies for Christmas. Yep. But, oh, I love And they had them. Oh, look at these. Your, your shvetty balls are beautiful. Oh, I really like the taste of your shvetty balls. <laughs> that, that, that's terrible. You know what? Earlier today, I, I, I finally got back to doing track talk with Sam Montooth. We, uh, we had a month off and we, we've redone the show. So it's a, a new format. But we were talking about ACDC and some of the songs that came up, like the, the song Big Balls and, and Whole Lot of Rosie and, and so forth. And it's like, it's that kind of same thin where they they insinuate. Now, admittedly, ACDC kind of just playing out goes and says, hey, yeah. I've got big balls. but, but I've you, got the biggest balls of them all. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, but look, it can be taken, it can be taken two different ways. You know, if my son was hearing that son, he'd think, oh, my soccer balls, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So, you know, it, it, it's interesting. I love stuff like that that makes you think. I love movies, uh, especially kids' movies, even like Disney, Pixar movies, that, you know, peg that kind of thing where the adult can watch it and, and laugh at one thing the kid laughs at the same thing but it, they, they're they thinking two totally different things it, it, it's like uh, it's like Woody in Toy Story yep I know which one I thought about it wasn't yeah. that he was made of wood it was Woody <laughs> and he was going after Bo Peep hey who wouldn't go after Bo Peep yeah just saying yeah, yeah it was yeah, I love stuff like that they're so much fun you know, you sit there and giggle your butt off, and the kids are giggling at it, and it's like, you know, Monsters, Inc., if I remember right. It's been a little while since I've seen that. It's full of a lot of that stuff. Yes. Uh, yes. It's full of Smoochie double. Poo. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that smoochy poo. It's just... <laughs> it's so funny. You know what? I, I've got to be quite honest. Disney and Pixar have made some great films. I don't think that they're making as many good films as they used to make. I, I think maybe... Maybe even the, the polish has gone off it. You know, the, the sort of twinkle the newness the newness yeah now it's just more repetitive uh because i remember even a bug's life you know that was a brilliant movie i love a bug's life probably my favorite pixar movie actually um Mm -hmm. and then the the first two toy stories i actually haven't watched the third toy story oh it's good there's a problem kevin i'm one of these snags sensitive new age guy and it upsets me that they that they get kind of without anyone to to love them oh dear god in heaven help me <laughs> he's gotten in touch with his feminine side again it happens sometimes i can't help it it's that time of the month yeah that, then you start touching yourself and we have other problems while we're no, recording. That, that, that's, that's when it's a full moon uh, yeah. You touch a full moon? Oh, dude, that's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 can, I can go out of this world at that point in time, Kevin. Yeah, I think we better leave well enough alone. <laughs> oh. All right, then, if you don't want to talk about it. Yeah, you... Yeah, you I'm not yeah. the only one. Just saying. What about your... That has a full moon? Oh no! Well, yeah, well, it depends. If you drop the soap and you got a mirror behind you, you know you got to pick up the soap. Hello, that's no moon. That's a space station. <laughs> that's deep space nine hundred. <laughs> oh, what the hell is that black hole? <laughs> is that another dimension? <laughs> oh dear lord. <laughs> And off the rails we went, and Fearless Leader's going to be commenting about. You're getting really punchy. Kevin, I wake up at 5 a.m. I've been podcasting all morning. I am letting it rip. I've had to, you know, do a music show and be all serious about music. I've had to do two movie episodes and be serious about movies, and Timothy didn't like my favorite, 10,000 B.C., and um, and and then I had to do Namp, and I had to be. Don't tell me you don't like it either. I don't even know the movie, so but oh, I'll well, there you go. Don't 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 poo poo it. And then I had to do Namp, and I had to be serious there because that's what the listeners expect of me. They don't expect me to act like a buffoon on Namp. And then to round it all out, I got to podcast with you. So I'm on a natural high. And he complains about me, people. You just need to see that he, he, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> my teeth aren't working. <laughs> it's just, it's, you really need to feel sorry for me. He was complaining last week when I got up at the butt crack of dawn to do the show. And he was getting ready to go to bed. And he was in his little footy pajamas with the flap and all that sort of thing. And here I was up. I did that, then I went and got my car serviced, and then I mowed my yard, then I mulched my yard, took trash, went, had to go buy the mulch first. I had to move like three yards of mulch one bag at a time. And Jeez, you feel sorry for him. I mean, what can I say, Kevin? You were part of me. 
He's been sitting there in his chair all morning twiddling around talking about things that he, you know. That's not easy. You've got to use brain cells for that. I've only got a few left. Yeah, well, don't use them on our listeners. Um, hmm. What we talk <laughs> about now. Um, Mark switched down. <laughs> Mark's, Mark went from I to zero, on to off. <laughs> now. Did someone say I, something? Yeah. I'm hearing someone, but I don't know where. Where? Is it the left? Is it the right? I don't know. Do you want me to start singing again? And the cradle will rock, rock y'all. What? You don't like my singing? You always criticize my lack of music taste. I gotta say, you've been getting into music the last day. You actually tweeted about Van Halen, which was like, holy cow, he actually likes music. Well, it it brings up an interesting thing. Lately, I mean, I don't know why, and maybe because I've been working in a slightly more tame and quiet and solitary environment more recently, I'll be sitting there and songs are popping into my head. And I do not know what the hell to do about it. The worst thing is... You can get medication for that, Kevin. Yeah, but I could get a lobotomy, too, by sticking a straw in one ear and blowing real hard. But, you know, whole different story there. Would th- would it be much difference? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not much, but yeah, just a wee little bit. Um, the song, like, I had that Van Halen song pop into my head. Then I had, uh, what is it? Um, Babies Got Back. Oh, good Lord. What the hell? Why, I don't even, why the hell are you listening to that? Well, I can tell you why it you popped into my head. You beep, I love you! No, no, I'll tell you why it popped into my head. There's Please you tell me your daughter listens to that song. Oh, God, no. Oh, good God, no. I well, then what the hell was it in your head for? How did it get there? Who put it there? You did. the Because you had back. the. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. No, never mind. Anyway, no, you have Charmin toilet paper down there? No. Charmin brand toilet paper? No. Okay. Well, that's a brand of toilet paper they sell here in the United States. And they've got these, like, animated bears that they do that. And you can Google this commercial. We can put a link to the but commercial. But the bears actually go- animate on the toilet paper. No, they don't animate on the toilet paper. Make fun of the way <laughs> If you pull the toilet paper faster, do they run across the toilet paper? <laughs> I can just imagine toilet paper that does that. You pull it really fast and there's a little comic strip that goes, you know, like where you get the pages and you flip the pages and you see the comic move. Imagine getting toilet paper and having it, it, it tell the story and so you go through the whole roll to, to watch the little story. <laughs> Oh dear Lord! No more day. I'm not getting sloppy fours no more. <laughs> oh, but anyway, they they got this commercial where the the bear comes out of the bathroom and he starts singing. It starts singing that song. Uh, I like big butts and I cannot lie, you know. And he's wiggling his butt, you know. Yep. And, then, and then they cut to like his mate looking at him, it's like going. 
in terms of, you know, spouse, I'll say it that way, partner. But it's like, what the hell is wrong with him? But it's on YouTube. It's the Charmin uh, Baby Got Back or Big Butt commercial. You can find it. It's right in there along with the uh, the U, the uh, Kmart, uh, you, you know, it's YouTube. It's in with the craziness. <laughs> so, I mean, it was like, but I, I hate it when that happens. I get songs that pop into my head. So then I have to go out and find other songs to push out the ones I don't want in my head. So hence the other night I was thinking, I want to hear something that reminds me of my youth. So I thought, my favorite band, the one Mark's commenting about, my favorite band of all time, Van Halen. And a little hair, a little hard rock mixed with a lot of hair from the uh, late 70s, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. Like 78, somewhere around there. Uh, Running With The Devil, my favorite song. I still remember, and I may have told said this on the show before back then, I had put my own stereo system in the car, in the car I had at that time. I wired it. I put the speakers in. I did everything, you know. And I still remember the way I tuned the stereo to make sure that it was balanced front to rear correctly. Mm-hmm. Was At the beginning of that song, Running with the Devil, when they play the drums, they had to start in the front of the car and go to the back of the car. That's how I could tell. But lately I've been listening to, I've been going back and listening to ACDC. I've been listening to Van Halen, Joan Jett, and God help me, I was listening to uh, Nina, or Nana, or whatever her name is, 99 Red Balloons. Do you remember that song? No. It's a, a lot of people rag it. It's, I forget when that song's from, early 80s, I think, if I remember right. Okay. Luftballons. It's a Ke- German. Ke- Kevin, Kevin, you didn't have to send it. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Hey, just thank God I'm not wearing the tight leather pants she is oh, in the God. music video. Oh, God, we don't know that. By the way, we've got to disconnect because you're. Uh, I'm cutting you out again, which, you know what, is absolutely perfect for the listeners. But, oh, boy, it is hard to have a conversation with you. It is really difficult because you're trying to get a word in edgeways, and I'm not letting you have an edge, so I talk too much. I just keep talking, and you can't get a word in. And we will reconnect in a minute. And there we go. Now we can reconnect, and now you can... No! Oh, damn, it's working again. Damn you, Skype! No! Oh, I give up. Don't don't worry, you're not the only one. Sam had problems this morning as well, so... uh, with that issue, I, I, I really don't know what it is. When I have more than one person on a call, it's crystal clear and it's perfect. And then when I have one person on a call, it's not. And then when I record with Tim Chatton, it's absolutely perfect. So you and Sam are doing something wrong. I haven't upgraded my version of Skype recently. Yeah, neither have I. Last, Remember the last time <laughs> you made me upgrade Skype? Yeah, I remember the last time you made me upgrade Skype. Everything went to hell. Yes, from 12,000 miles away, I made you upgrade Skype. We couldn't connect anymore, stupid bloody Skype. Seriously, that's why I had to do it, because we couldn't connect. Well, you know what? Um, I I still toy with the idea of us doing these as Google Hangouts. So do I. I think... Really, I would love to see a better platform for it because it's just Skype is limited, and, and when I say limited, it's pretty cool. We can do this, you know. But its quality isn't guaranteed. Its quality isn't there, 
And, you know, we've often thought, well, maybe it's the time of the day you're recording, you know, because last week, you know, it was early in the morning, less people on the internet in the US, so a better result. But today, it's 10 o'clock at night, there should still be less people on, and there's not, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just something funky with the Skype system, and it's just, it's really bizarre. It's, um... Yeah, because it's, well, it's 10, what is it, 10.30? 10.38. Yeah, it's 10.38 uh, here now. So there's still, it's Friday night here. So, I mean, in the general area, there could be a lot of people watching TV at this time of night, which, again, because I'm on cable modem, you know, it is shared bandwidth. So, Mm. you know, it all depends on what's going on. So who knows? You know, it is what it is. It works, but... It's interesting. Before we had uh, this, <clears throat> I was did a uh, little private hangout with uh, Mike McPeak, a good friend of ours, to ask him a question because I really didn't just want to start up Skype just to call him and talk to him. Yep. So I did just a hangout and only invited him to it. Yep. And it worked fine. He and I chatted for about I don't know fifteen minutes. Uh, we talked a lot about. Uh, uh, how bad a person you were and, and a lot of the things that were wrong with you and are wrong with you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm glad to know that my uh, legacy will be that dude's got problems. Uh, your shortcomings are our, are our bread and butter or something to that effect. Well, I don't you, know. <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad that you can have a conversation with other people about my problems. I, I, I appreciate the time and the effort. Now, the biggest question, though, did you come up with any solutions how to fix me? And not have yeah. me fixed? Well, that was the no, one no, 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 we don't want that. That's what Gretel suggested. That's only because she doesn't want me populating the rest of the world. Because <laughs> I keep teasing her that I will. Oh, you know, you made me think of something when you say that. And that's a gross thought too. The uh, <laughs> I caught one of your favorite movies the other night on public broadcasting here in the United States. Which one? The the original Planet. Of yes. I I had not seen that movie in so long. I couldn't remember like the first. 35 or 40 minutes of it. It had been that long since I'd seen it, you know, where Charlton Heston's talking and then the ship crashes and all the, you know, they, and they wake up and the ship's sinking and blah, 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 blah. They find the dried up old blonde there and all that, you know, that stuff. Um, uh, yeah. It had been up until the part where they got captured, you know, where they first encountered. That was the part. I, I was sitting there going, God, I really can't remember any part of Then at that point, I remembered the rest of the movie all the way up, you mm-hmm. know, uh, to the point where he finds, get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape, you know, and all this stuff. And, um, and I watched it, it all better the way than up. the remake, wasn't it? I'm trying to think. You know, I've only seen a bit of the remake, oh, so I can't Kev, say that Kev, for sure. Kev, oh, oh. See, now Tim wins. We don't want Tim winning. He's not to win. But if, if he doesn't win, I don't get my 50 cents for the week. Well, you're getting 50 cents more than me. Tim, we need a pay rise. Well, when I say we, I mean I need something. Don't know why. 
Nah, Tim. Tim's good. He's a good fearless yeah, Tim, leader. I uh, yeah, I don't know. I the uh, it's been. I've only seen the beginning of it, but I really enjoyed that watching that. I sat there and watched that last Saturday night when I was so damn tired from all the work outside. <laughs> And I literally, I took a shower to get cleaned up, and I was, and I got cleaned up, and I got dressed. We, we I felt, didn't need to hear about the shower scene that put a, a mental image in my head, and I just went, uh, "Okay, I didn't need to hear that part." Well, I won't tell you about sh- KevinShowerCam.com then. Anyway, the <laughs> why do I want to look up that website now? Get out of my I, head! Out of my head! Anyway, um, I I took uh, I was sitting here, I was flipping around, I saw that movie was coming on, and I was so I was so stiff and hurt so bad, I just kind of sat there watching the movie. I could and I couldn't move. Even if you didn't like it, you couldn't get away from it. That, you know that's that's the way. So, so Tim, if you're listening, uh, next time you go to watch the original Planet of the Apes, make sure you do it after yard work. And, and I, actually, it was funny because on on Facebook he posted a Twitter. Uh, on Facebook he posted a Twitter. My God, where's my head? He posted an image. Uh, his wife Julie had, had purchased all, all this slate, all these big pieces of slate, and oh, God knows what he's going to do with it. But it was a couple of tons, <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's backbreaking work. And I'm just thinking, yep. Then sit down and watch the original Planet of the Apes, and and you will love it by si- nothing other than the fact that you are sitting there, feet up, relaxing, and it's on. You're not even watching it, but you're going to love it that way. Yeah, I uh, I actually ended up. I took some uh, ibuprofen and just kind of sat there until things stopped hurting. <laughs> God. <laughs> I was schlepping that stuff, and God bless my wife and my kids for helping out. It was it was a lot of work, and the worst part was I got done mowing, and I go, God, why did my feet hurt so damn bad? And then I realized, oh, crap, I mowed with the wrong shoes on. The ones that don't have any arch support in it don't hurt <laughs> my feet, and stuff hurt. I'm going, I'm just not, a, I'm not winning today. This is just abusing my body for no good reason at all. I'm sure the lawn looks great. It did for 20 minutes, and then the weed started to pop up again. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you know what you need to do? You need to get your son into the mowing and, and pay him something to do the mowing. Uh, I'm going to get him into the mowing, but I ain't paying him squat. Oh, come on. you got to give him some pocket money for doing the mowing. No, I didn't get paid for it when I was a kid. I got paid for putting the vacuum in, uh, doing the vacuum cleaning. And, and no, people in the UK, we do not call it hoovering. Hoovering sounds stupid. It's vacuuming. Sounds equally as stupid, but makes more sense than hoovering. I hoover my carpets. Oh, my God. No, it's well, good to the US. Listen, you guys don't even acknowledge the Queen and the monarchy and the royal family, and why are you taking their words? I acknowledge the Queen and her right to rule me. But you're not ruled by the Queen. Okay, well, it doesn't work out well you're, for it, but I still like... You're ruled by evil politicians. <laughs> oh, you? oh, and I'll have to tell you, our little town that I live in was flush with evil politicians today. This is the uh, 
a big weekend here. I, I where I live in Virginia, we have what's called the Apple Blossom Festival. I've heard we're of the app. We're the Apple Capital of Virginia, and they had the Apple Blossom Festival. Uh, and if listeners want to see, we'll put the link in the show notes. It's thebloom.com. Uh, tells all about it. and what they they have a great festival. It is, and we enjoy it. Um, they have celebrities that come to town, you know, music art, famous music artists. Why, why wasn't I invited? I'm a celebrity. Again, famous people. The <laughs> I'm famous, even if it's only in my own mind. I'm still famous. It's people that are not famous in their own minds. Uh, oh. They have the world's they have the world's largest firefighter parade, you know, with all the fire trucks and stuff. Even they go all the way back to the antique fire trucks, the ones that were pulled by people. You know, and then horses, and then they went to the old, like, they had a 1915 Model T, Ford wow, Model T nice. truck. Then they get up into these gigantic pieces of equipment, um, you know, and then they mix in other stuff. What was really interesting was, uh, and they always had the politicians, uh, that's on Friday night. And there's a bunch of other stuff that happens the whole week leading up to this weekend. And then this weekend, there's the firefighters parade was tonight. And it's about two-hour parade. And then tomorrow they have what they call the Grand Feature Parade, and that'll have floats and stuff in it, more than, and, you know, antique cars and things like that. And the circus that comes to town usually is in that one too. Um, but tonight it was the Firefighters Parade, and they had the local bands. And pause for a moment, very proud parent moment. My oldest child got to march and help out with the band where she goes to school. Very cool. And, uh, it's broadcast here in the state of Virginia, so you know we were all sitting around. We get to did see you record our record. Yes, awesome. I did. Uh, if I figure out a way to to snip it out of the uh, uh, off the DVR, I'll send you the recording of it. So very proud moment. She's walking along and dressed in the apple blossom colors, which are pink and green, hence my green shirt. And uh, very proud moment. And uh, but the firefighters grand marshal, besides all the stinky politicians we had in town, um, the firefighters grand marshal was Jep and his wife from Duck Dynasty. Ooh, they were okay. Then they have, I mean, they have other celebrities here. Like um, the grand marshal for the grand, for the parade tomorrow is the guy that won uh, American Idol. A year or now, two ago. Come, come on, I, I'm better than he is. I mean, American Idol, come on. They, they're they manufactured. I'm not manufactured. I'm raw, Kevin. I'm as raw as you can get. Well, then you can put some ointment on that and you won't be that raw anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they had it. What's his name? McCurry or something like that? I can't remember the guy's name. Anyway, if you go to thebloom.com, you can see the celebrities that are in town for it. Some of them are local. Some of them are national celebrities. But it's big doing because they have our – you will get like uh, – we usually get probably an extra 75,000 people in town wow. maybe for, for this. And they have – the part that you would love to is down on the Old Town Mall – where the, uh, they have a lot of food, all kinds mm, of food yeah. stands that you can walk up and oh, down and eat. I, I've only had breakfast. I've been recording for six-plus hours. Oh, please don't. I'm starving now. Uh, you know what, Kevin? Something really, really interesting, though. Uh, do you like macadamia nuts? Uh, they're okay. Not wild. They're well, okay. Well, I got 
and, and we actually got it for a gift for Christmas, but we only just recently opened it. Uh, we got a Thai sweet chili macadamia nuts. Oh my god! I I'm gonna have to send them to you in a care package. I got to order some more because I finished off the last packet, uh, so I can't send you any from the current packet. But I'll send you an unopened packet because I'm just that kind of guy and a care package. They are nice. Oh, I love macadamia nuts. Oh, you know, I have to tell you a funny story. You know, you sent me, and again, I thank, well, I thank Gretel for the lovely package that was sent to me a few weeks ago with the uh, stamps and stuff. Well, this, I got this package in, was from outside the country, and I thought, what's Mark sent me now? And I, <laughs> so I started putting it up, and here it was. It was uh, something I'd actually ordered for my daughter that I'd forgotten that she had paid for. Um, it was a bunch of One Direction. She's big into that band, One Direction. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> God, I hate manufactured music, and I hate all these teeny bopper kind of... It, it, it's like this last week, one of the guys from Crisscross. Remember that band in the 90s? The Crisscross rapping group, they went to number one. They had almost one-hit wonders. One guy dropped dead, and it made headline news again. It's like, oh, please, they were just manufactured. They had no bloody skill, you know. I yeah, feel no. sorry that the guy's dead, but... By the same token, it's just like, ah, oh, really? Stop the manufactured music. Get back to real music. Yeah, I kind of ignore most of that stuff. So No wonder again. you don't like music. You know what I mean? That, that's why you don't like music, because that's what you associate music to be. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We're still having Skype issues, Kevin, and you still can't berate me. So uh, I can berate you. Yeah, I'm just trying not to listen. I'm trying to talk over you. So, so we're doing it again. Boy, Skype, I hate your guts. So you know what, Kevin? I'm going to actually close the call, then quit Skype, restart Skype, call you back again, and hopefully we'll be able to finish this show. And you know what? See, this is a perfect point. People out there, if you own a business or anything, put an ad here. Every time Skype ducks out, it means that they want you to put an ad in our show. So if you have any money, you have a business, you want to sell something, flog something, we don't care, it could be food, it could be condoms, it could be tech-related stuff, we'll flog it. We can be bought, or at least I can, sometimes. But (laughs) anyway, we need advertising. And we'll be back to you in a minute. Oh, well, we're back after that great commercial break. What were they selling this week? I don't know. Well, all I know is that... uh, Who are you? I don't know. I'm just... What the hell has happened to you in the three seconds that it took me to reconnect? (laughs) Okay, five seconds. Five seconds. What happened, man? Get your hands off that bike, you damn dirty (laughs) ape. Off the bike. Mike. Oh, Mike. Oh. Mike. I thought you said bike. What was I thinking, bike? Maybe it's because we were talking about bikes last week on the show. We've decided to go with your suggestion. Go cheap, and if the kids die because they fly off their their bike, and you know, we'll blame you. But, you know, we're going to go with your suggestion of go cheap because they'll grow out of it. Just wanted to tell you. Okay, well, good. Great. And when your children are maimed, it will be my fault. <laughs> exactly. That works for me. What do you reckon, listeners? Works for you too? I don't think so. <laughs> well, I, I, th- I think then the next thing is you need to come up and, and sharpen the blade on my lawnmower while it's moving. <laughs> hmm, a challenge. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
and then when it cuts yeah. your arm off, it'll be your own fault. There. No, but your you... it'll it'll be your fault because then I'll you know it it <laughs> it won't cut straight. See, because you, you got a, a you got a blunt lawnmower blade, so it'll be your fault for having a blunt lawnmower blade and making me. Uh, it, it, it will, young man, listen to me. It will be your fault for not getting up here and getting that blade sharpened at the appropriate time. I want you to sit there and think about what you have not done, young man. You are letting me down. Okay. <laughs> How long do I have you to know, sit here and think? I don't know. Three or four hours. Okay. I, I, used, I used to freak out my neighbors years ago. I had a lawnmower. No talking. That, I'm still thinking. Yeah, I know. You you can only do one thing at a time anyway, so I can talk to nobody. I heard that night thinking. (laughs) But I had a lawnmower that, you know, the new modern mowers have that safety thing, or at least they do in this country. Yeah, we've got the the, my lawnmower is so old it doesn't have a safety on it. You used to to be able to start the mower and then walk behind it and start blading everything. Well, now in this country, you have to stand behind it and you have to pull start it from behind the lawnmower. Mm Mm-hmm. All this other bullshit to keep people from cutting off appendages and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, when that first came about back in the mid-80s, I bought this lawnmower that... And they still make these type, but they're much more expensive, and I didn't do it when I bought the last one. Was that you started the engine, but it didn't start the blade. And this was really new. It had Mm. what was called a blade break. So you Mm. started the engine, then you started the blade, and then if it was self-propelled, then you could start the wheels moving on the mower. But I, you know, when I first got the mower, my neighbors didn't realize that that's what this mower had equipped for. And I'm out mowing the yard, walking along, and the grass catcher gets full. Well, I didn't turn the mower off. I just let the blade turn off. Yep. And I go over, I take the grass catcher off, and I, and there's grass stuck down in the chute. So I'm reaching down in the chute while the lawnmower's running. Oh, no. Nope. The blade's not running, you know. I but mean, still, I still, you, yeah. My neighbors are running out of the house. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that is that is incredible. Yeah, used to live next door to us. God rest his soul. I think I about gave that man a heart attack. <laughs> I reckon you would have. That's shocking. So putting, um, putting your hand in the chute. I don't know, Kevin. You live you live dangerously, my friend. You know what? I'd always be worried about, even though it has a break on it. I'd be worried that it'd start up again. So. uh but look, you know, it's it, like with anything that's, you know, sort of dangerous like that, common sense prevails, doesn't it? You know, it's use it carefully, use it within your own comfort level and make sure you get it serviced too. You know, I, um, my, my lawnmower starts off first pull every single time and I don't need to strain it. I just yank it, boom, done. Um, you know, sometimes even when you've got the, the pool lawnmowers, like I was having a problem with it a few months back where I had to, you know, yank it a few times to get going and it was actually loose. So, you know, I got in there and I actually tightened it up again and rewound it and it's been perfect ever since. So just doing some basic maintenance on your equipment can you uh, know, yeah, make it more safe. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm very good about that sort of thing. I joke and I kid about that, like, the snowblower, I'm very careful with that. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, unfortunately, mine's new enough that it that it came with the um, thing because I've known people that have lost fingers because the snowblower has an auger on it, mm-hmm. a giant auger that, that chews through the snow, then pushes it back into a second auger that grinds it a little bit more before it throws it up and out of the chute. Mm-hmm. 
but you really got to be careful if you're clearing something that's clogged. And a lot of times I'll even just turn the snowblower off one, because it's fairly, when it's warm like that, the engine restarts pretty readily. It's not hard yep. to pull it all, even though it's a, it's a pretty good size engine on it. I can't remember what it's like six or eight horsepower. I can't remember exactly what it is. Um, but you talk about starting it in your lawnmower, starting on the first pull, um, when it's really cold and I've had to start the snowblower every once in a while, it won't want to start real easy, but it came with a handy feature. It's got an outlet on the back of it. You plug a, a regular cord into it, then plug it into the wall, push the button. <laughs> and it starts. Oh my Just God. Cranks and then it fires. <laughs> so that's cheating. You know, that's cheating, Kevin. That, that's the woman's way of starting a snowblower, not a man's way. How, how are you going to be the snowblowing kin if you plug it in? Um, Because I'm old and my shoulder doesn't work anymore. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. Oh, man, I tried to throw a football, an American football, for the listeners outside the United States today for the first time. And my shoulder rotated around when I let go of that ball and I thought I was going to die. It popped out a socket. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, uh, it's it's a bitch to get old. That's all I'll say. So uh, speaking speaking of old, I want to know something. We were and this ties in also to the apple blossom thing I was just talking about tonight. One of the festivities they're having tonight after the firefighters parade, they have a fireworks display. Um, but one of the things is they're having a retro. 80s dance and I'm going whoa when the hell did the 80s become retro you can't make the 80s retro I was there if I was there it's not retro actually the the 80s is very retro piss off the <laughs> hey I was in the 80s too in fact I was in the 70s as well man I was born in the 70s so no, in the Let's not go down that road, okay? <laughs> yeah, but look, you know, the the in in January of nineteen sixty, I mean, that's like nineteen fifty nine, Kevin. That's like that's centuries old. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I know what you mean. It's like it it only seems like yesterday that that we went through that period in time, and and the eighties. You know, you remember things back to. The first CDs came out. Um, LPs were still big. Cassettes were still big. TV wasn't flat. It was big round boxes. And they weren't big either. They were small. They were, you know, 48 centimetre size boxes. And 68 centimetre was your biggest screen. I mean, there was a, a lot of differences. We wore short shorts back then. Short shorts. We wear short shorts. You remember that commercial? My God, listeners, I don't know what he's been listening to or what he's been smoking, but he is in a musical mood. Soon, no, no. soon Kevin will replace Sam as the host of the the, uh, the music podcast I do, which if I could remember the name, I could tell you you could go and subscribe, but I can't. Track talk, even I know the name, and Thank I'm not even you. on the... <laughs> there we go, see? I got Kevin to promote it. Woohoo! Free promotion, man! I'm going to send you a bill. The, uh, <laughs> For 50 cents? Yeah, that's right. But, yeah, it was, it's really weird how, you know, you don't think of the things as retro. We I had a discussion, and that's what made me think of this to talk about on the show this evening. And I was talking to uh, one of the guys at work, 
And he was talking about how old he was, and he's 30 years old. Well, I've worked at my company longer than he's been alive. And then I sat there and suddenly realized, dude, I got T-shirts that I wear that are older than you are. Well, see, Kevin, I'm in my mid-30s, and I feel old. You know, look, I've got a receding hairline. I've got a big bald spot. And and you know what's funny is uh, it must be the kids in the family type thing because, um, Kevin, Kevin, I, I can see your head. I have hair. I know you have hair, bastard. Uh, <laughs> you know what? It doesn't worry me because it shows wisdom, you see. I, I've got, you know, I've got the receding hairline, and then I, I'm balding. Uh, but also what it is is stress. Do you know I had a full head of hair? And I mean a luxurious full head of hair before the kids came along. Then, yeah, it just went completely out the window and, yeah. Who are you, Homer Simpson or something? Pretty much. Well, you know, I tell listeners and I tell friends that know me that uh, if you had seen me in the 70s uh, when I had hair down to my shoulders... I had long. I had long. Hair. I need. I need a picture of that for the show notes. Oh crap! I don't know if I. I have to see if I. It might be one of my one of my yearbooks. You you uh, got to find but, one of that. We we we. You cannot keep that hidden away. You have to show the internet, if nothing else, for just so that the internet can see you in the seventies, see you in your ultra retro version. God, I'll have to see. I don't know if I where I'd have any pictures from that long ago. I know there are some, but yeah, I had I had uh, hair. I had long hair for a while, and then I started saying, you know, I'm tired of fooling with this stuff, and I cut it short. And this is what this will get you. And you can agree with this. My mother used to complain at me when I had long hair, mm-hmm. and as as I got a little older, eighteen, nineteen years old, I started cutting my hair shorter and shorter all the time. And she complained and, about that too that it was too short. Yeah, now I'm wearing it this short. You see the length my hair is. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, look, see how long my hair. Now she complains that my hair is too short. I'm going, old woman, listen to me. <laughs> yeah, but see, all, all, all mothers want their sons to part their hair and comb their hair, and yeah, like you know. And, Although I had the perfect '70s, I had it parted in the middle, pulled back on both sides, you know, and I, I, I had, it, I had it going on, man. Yeah. I. I I was down. I was I was getting on with my bad self. You know what, Kevin? I tried to grow long hair at one stage because I thought it was ultra cool. I just wanted to be like a rock star. And it uh, didn't go too well. kind of went out and I ended up looking like I had earmuffs like Mickey Mouse. Or, you know, the, think the Jackson 5 when they had their afros. Yeah, that was kind of where the hair was. Just It just wasn't rounded. I, I've got to ask. How did the African Americans get their afros so perfect? It is glorious. I, I just, how do they do it? it it's like, it, it's like going to a lovely garden and, and seeing hedges cut perfectly and beautifully. They've got the, this roundness on it. It's like, how do you do that? You just put another song in my head. A B C. Oh Ben. The- I don't remember what the hell it was. I don't remember the word. It was funny. My my kids, I showed them that song one time. They went, who's that? And I said, it's Michael Jackson. They said, no, it's not. He's black. I said, yeah, it is. And they said, but he looks normal. He looks like a person. (laughs) He doesn't look like his nose is about to fall off his face. or you know, It doesn't look like he's... 
like he's got a paper clip on the back of his head holding all of his skin up real tight or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, that man had one too many operations. Yeah, he was uh, he he was scary looking. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Now I forgot what the hell we were talking about. And, and you know what? Look, you know, I, I don't normally say that a guy looks pretty good. But back in his, his days around Off the Wall and Thriller, back in the, you know, probably to the mid-80s, he was a really good-looking guy, you know what I mean? He had everything going for him. He, you know, multi-million, you know, album seller and, and popular the world over. And, and look, you know, if I was female, you know, you would have gone, hey, man, he's a good-looking guy. So he went and ruined himself in a way, didn't he? Yeah, but see, I wasn't... I had well passed him by then. I mean, after the Jackson 5 kind of ended, that was the end of things for me with Michael Jackson. I don't, again, again, I'd, me discovering new music, we've had this conversation umpteen times. I I don't really go out and discover new music. So, <laughs> And at that point, I had moved on to uh, David Lee Roth and Van Halen. And the cradle will rock! Oh, sorry. <laughs> I love Van Halen. Now it's just ruined. Yeah, Bobby. The, <laughs> I, oh, hate man, it I, when, I hate it when people sin songs. I, and but then they brutalize them. I don't. I, I, I really don't know what it is, listeners. I, I mean, look, my stepson does the same thing. He he pretends to play ACDC on his guitar. Then he pretends to sin ACDC songs. And when I say pretend, I mean, holy crap, he is getting that cap by its tail and he's swinging it around the room and it sounds goddamn awful. And then when I play ACDC next, all I can think of is the way he brutalized my favorite son. You mean you don't like when I sing a song? When I sing out loud, sing out strong, sing of happy times, not sad. <laughs> and on that note we've come to the end of Geekiest Show ever and I have come to the end of a very long day of podcasting and uh yeah we got more minutes to do dude how, how many more minutes? nine you got no. nine or eight eight and a half to fill do we? jeez we've yeah. disconnected so many times I lost track of it I, ju- I just thought that it'd be a fitting end to sort of go after you and sort of sun to me again I sang out loud I sang out strong okay we don't I... need to repeat it Kevin <laughs> my god uh, what's he going to do next is he going to get up and do a little dance sing a little song get down tonight that, that, get down tonight uh, 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 staying alive staying alive <laughs> what you don't like that you don't like the Bee Gees either? I love the Bee Gees. Oh my god, all my favorite bands! Just call me Barry Alder. <laughs> my god. Or what? Kevin Gibb. Oh my god. I like that. Kevin oh, Gibb. No. I'll be Kevin Good Gibb. Lord. Ooh, 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 ooh. Staying alive. Staying alive. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm staying alive. Staying alive. You don't like my staying on? I'm going to go get my white leisure suit and put it on, too. You know, listeners, I, I think this is... This, this can be educational for all you fellow podcasters out there. Do some damn research before you start doing the show, because otherwise you'll come like me, unprepared, without a single topic, and then you have to put up with what your show host, or co-host, I should say, 
wants to talk about. And as you can see, Kevin's off his rocker. What do you mean I'm off my rocker? Okay, well, you fell off my your rock, rocker. My, rock, my rocker's over there. It's over there on the other side of the room. I'm well, you're off the, it. You're not on it. I'm on my wheels today. I'm on my wheelie chair. Wee! Go wheelie, 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 wheelie. Hey, listeners, let me ask you. Is this really what you want out of Geekiest Show ever? Do you want the next eight to nine minutes to be Kevin sinning and dancing? And, and I don't mean proper dancing. I mean, he's on his wheelie chair, wheeling around and spinning around. Chair, and... dancing. chair dancing. What's wrong with my chair dancing? Dude, I've had to put up with your chair dancing before. I don't chair dance. I call bullshit. <laughs> when, when did I chair dance last? Unless, of course, I beat you at something, then I go, woohoo! That was my chair dance. Happy chair yeah. dance. I was seeing you. What, did, what were we doing one time and you started doing a chair dance and I lost total train of thought of what we were talking about? It, what happened right now? Well, no, I didn't lose train of thought then. I just got a mental image and threw up in my mouth a little bit. But there was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're crazy. You know what? And I don't know how we got here from retro either. Other than we're old farts and uh, we're, we're sort of crazy and losing our marbles. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but retro. It it really bothers me when people start calling stuff retro that I, I went through. I, there was a episode. Remember the old show Home Improvement? Yeah, yeah, that was a good show with Tim Allen. They, I remember watching an episode one time, and Tim and um, Jill, for some reason, had these younger people over at the house, and they're going, "Oh, we just love your '80s retro furniture. Where did you get it?" And they went in the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like where did you get that cool retro t-shirt for the 80s in the 80s <laughs> you know what's interesting kevin and this might throw a, a different spin on the thought of retro i don't class the 70s as retro at all there's nothing in the 70s that i class as retro the 80s i do the 60s i don't the 50s are retro 40s, no. 30s, no. 20s are retro. What is... This is what I'm getting to. What is retro? Is there an actual definition of the terminology retro? Does it indicate that it has to be something a certain way? I mean, I perceive retro to be a feeling that I get based around what was happening in society at that point in time. And the way people lived and did things. And I look at retro as being a, an example in reflection of, of seeing change and evolution occur. And that's how I sort of look at retro, that things were not quite right or quite finalised in, in that point in time. Like the 80s was very much, in my opinion, a evolutionary change. With the way is that, that we, because you, is that because you were coming out of diapers? Exactly, uh, <laughs> but in all seriousness, it, 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 there, there was emerging like the nineties and the aughts, as you would call it. To me, that's all just a big blur. It's all very similar. But the eighties, there was so much of a change from the way we used to live in the seventies to the way that we lived then in the nineties. 
you know, as I said, CDs came in. Uh, so the way we consumed home entertainment changed. The way we, you know, the, the computers changed. Computers became mainstream and, and changed the way that we live and do things and stuff like that. And I, I look at points in time and, and I see a big shift like that. When I see a big shift, I go, well, everything there is retro because it only lasted for a short amount of time, so it's special. You know, maybe the 1920s was the, the automobile stage, if, if you will, where, you know, we went from the the, uh, the cranking through to, you know, not needing to actually crank the vehicles. I think that was in the 20s. I may be talking completely out of my ass, but... Uh. Thanks, Kevin. But <laughs> do, you, do you understand the logic that I, I don't necessarily understand, I guess, what retro is and not understanding exactly what retro is. I make my own decision as to what I believe retro should be. Hmm. Now, I, I do follow your logic, scaringly enough, but it, I don't know. I just, I guess I always think of retro as something that existed before me. That's kind of the way I classify but then, retro. But then the dinosaurs would be retro. The sixteenth, so, but the, then the 16th century would be retro. Then you say 16th century three times fast. <laughs> no, I'll be right. Thanks, Kevin. Um, <laughs> not going there. Um, I, I mean, you've got all these different ways to express different time frames, I guess, in history. And it is hard to know when, I mean, when something creeps up like, hey, it's the retro 80s, you kind of go, oh, really? You know, I I don't yeah. agree with it, but I, I get that feeling that, yes, it is retro. But again, I don't get the feelings that the 60s and 70s were retro. 50s, yes. 60s and 70s, no. Especially 70s. 70s cannot be retro in my mind. I just, I cannot pinpoint the 70s as retro. I don't know why. It just doesn't gel as being retro. Uh, and, you know, to go with your view of, well, before my life, that's retro. I, I you know, I always love anything to do with the Old West, you know, and based in the US, mind you. I love the stories surrounding it and, and the folklore and so forth. But there's no way I'd class that period in time as being retro. I'd class it as, well, that's the Old West. That's the, you know... That's, that's classic... Yeah, but but what 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 makes it classic? I mean, what, are one what day if, are we going to be classic? One day, are we going to be retro? I w- one day, I, I I'm I'm a classic already, you know, and I know that, and that's the best thing in the world to me is that I'm a classic. But you know, there's all jokes aside, there are certain definitions of like um, like in around this country, a lot of times people call a car a classic when it reaches 25 years old. It's an antique when it reaches, I forget how many years old. And then it, you know, and I start to think that somehow everything has that scale to it. No, you know what? A 25-year-old bomb of a car is still a 25-year-old bomb of a car. It's not a classic car. It's it's not a retro car. But that's a legal definition. That's actually a legal definition in the state of Virginia where I live, excuse yeah. me, the Commonwealth of Virginia, where, because if it's that old, you can put a different types of tags on it and you pay less for those tags. Oh, okay. And, and that, that actually is a definition. What bothers me now, though, is I see cars 
that I drove and I owned <laughs> that aren't that old that now have those tags on them. It's slightly disturbing. And other than Mike McPeak, I don't know anybody else that's going to fit into that category with me. Oh, so Kevin, Mike, that's rude. You just called Mike old. Uh, well, Mike and I have accepted the fact he and I are the same age within just a few months of one another, so so it's okay. He, we both accept being old and, hey, kid, get off my damn lawn age. You know, we've reached <laughs> that point in our life. And you know what? It's something I have to look forward to, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, look, sometimes I, I worry about aging and, and getting old. And, you know, I'm in my mid-30s. You know, you're, of course, older than I am. But I, I also, I shouldn't worry because it's all a journey, isn't it? It's all in, it, life changes, things happen, you get, you live life. And that's part of the fun of the game that is life. And, and that's all it is. At the end of it, something will happen. Either nothing, and nothing is still something. So um, whatever happens will happen. But, you know, it's part of living life is growing old and hopefully we all do it gracefully and, yeah, well, you know, I I really it does not bother me about being old. It, it did, being did it old ever though. bother you, Kevin? Like it at any stage? Because I'm, I'm I'm going through what mentally could be termed as a midlife crisis, where I'm like, you know, I I fear for the future, and I and I look, and it's like I feel like time's going very fast, and like there's not enough time in my life to get done what I need to get done. I got no premonition of dying young or anything like that. I just. I just feel everything's going so fast, I would like it to slow down. Did you ever sort of go through that in your 30s, 40s, anything like that? No, I honestly don't think I did. I, You know, it just happened. I I lived it. I enjoyed the time I was living and moved on. I mean, I'm over 50, well over 50, on my way to 51 years old See, now. Sometimes I don't enjoy life because I'm worrying too much about what could possibly happen. The only thing, the only time, and I won't say it's worry, is when I sit back, I remember thinking that, wow, when the year 2000 gets here, I'll be 38 years old. I'm going, wow, what's it going to be like? And here I am, almost 51. I'm going, wow, I was only 38 back in the year. Oh, dear. Well, it's just like when I reach the point, um, I think I've said before, I, I, uh, the 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 place I work is part of what's called the Virginia State Retirement System here in the United States, and I now qualify. I have fully qualified age and service to retire. Mm-hmm. I could literally retire and take my full retirement benefits, but I don't see any reason to want to retire. I mean, there are days when the commute wears on me, and then those are the days I start singing coming up the road. You know, ah ah ah. Uh, staying alive, staying alive. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> but I, I, you know, it's never really bothered me to get older. It's, uh, my wife kind of laughed when I uh, turned fifty last year, and I got the thing for um, uh, to join the American Association of Retired People, the AARP. She laughed, and I said, "Doesn't bother me in the least." I filled the thing out. I got my membership card. Now, anytime we travel, hey, I get. Like ten percent off of any 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 hotel booking. Give a crap. That, that is one reason why I'm looking to to get older and thinking. Yeah, now you know what? It's really interesting because in Australia we've got a, a retirement age of basically sixty five. 
So they work us to the bone. So it's really interesting that you can retire so young because, you know, one one thing like out here, unless unless you can afford to retire and you've got the finances behind you, you can't even get your retirement benefits until you turn 65. So that's restricted by law. But the problem is, and, and you know, I don't want to say this is applies to everyone, but once you get to that stage, you've got maybe 10 years of really good mobility uh, before things start to really get hard for you to continue doing in your life and then you start to slow down. And it, it's just to me, it's like, man, we work our whole life away and then we get only a few years to enjoy and reap the benefits of it. It just sucks. Well, in this country, I mean, technically you're supposed to work to your, what is it, 62 or 65, I forget what it is, to get all of it. I'm, the only reason I qualify for the retirement system, the one retirement system, I wouldn't get the federal, the Social Security Administration in this country. I don't qualify for that. I'm not old enough to get that yet. Um, but I can take the Virginia State Retirement System. But ever since I came into, or not ever since, since I came into the system, they have now upped that age and the uh, you have to be at least 55 years old before you can do that with a certain number of years of service and all that. So it's, it's changed since I came into the system. But again, I'm grandfathered in because I'm one of the old guys and I've been there the longest. That's a uh, plus for you. You know what? I, I think we'll continue this topic next week because it's an interesting topic. And I'd like to actually propose that we discuss, do we work too hard? in our life and if life's meant to be fun and we're meant to enjoy it shouldn't we retire younger or shouldn't we work less than our 40 hour weeks i think it'd be an interesting discussion to have either that or you die young and leave a beautiful corpse i mean you can work either way well you know look trust me this ain't a beautiful corpse the way it is so you know (laughs) i'm hoping i'll look better when i get older (laughs) Yeah, I've, I've been hoping for that too, dude. It doesn't work. <laughs> uh, oh, great. See, that was the only thing I kept living for, Kevin. This is your future. Right here, look at this mug. This is your future. Great. Wonderful. If I'm that ugly in another 20 years, Lord help Gretel. <laughs> Lord's going to bless Gretel anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, on that note, we've uh, just gone over the time now so you made me talk a bit more and uh where can the listeners find out more about you and uh your plan to stay alive because i'll be ooh ooh ah ah staying alive no you can go over you can always find me over on twitter at twitter.com forward slash big underscore in underscore va or I have been known now to start hanging out over on app.net using the exact same handle. Thank to Mr. Scott Wilsey for help for hooking me up there. Um, so I am hanging out over there and I'm actually, unlike you, not think I'm thinking about going ahead and buying a membership because I'm, I'm starting to buy a Yeah, I know. The, but <laughs> also, also, honestly, I don't want to have longer conversations with people. That I have on, on Twitter. Well, except for Scott, because he berates me all the time on Twitter, and then, you know, I berate him back, and then we really need a longer form. But we can email each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I, I I don't think I'll ever move across to app.net fully. I mean, I, I haven't even checked it in like a month. I just, I don't even check it unless someone mentions me and I get notified. 
I don't check it. I don't care. I post my shows to it, and it's like that's it. I don't follow uh, along because it's it's not Twitter. I get over there about every other day at least. Now I'm starting to develop it more and more, and I've had some interesting long conversations. Um, I don't know. It's too much on, like Google Plus. I think Kevin just not see, enough I, people engaging. See that that's why I, I had to go Facebook as well because Facebook has the. Well, a certain group of people that I, I still need to engage with, my peers, if you will, uh, are on Facebook. Whereas they may have an account on Google Plus, but they haven't done anything on Google Plus for eighteen months. You know, so yeah. Well, any, yeah. Anyway, we're going to go down another rat hole. We'll yeah, be. We, we, we will. So, if, if you're after me, simply head across to markgreentree dot com, and you can find out everything you need to uh, find out about me. And uh, you know, Kevin, I, I'm half thinking that we should turn this into a video show as well and publish it on YouTube and put some advertising in there, make all our friends click the ads. Uh, and the reason why I say that is th- there's oftentimes when Kevin will be saying something, and I caught myself doing it, you know, two minutes ago, he, he started sending the Stay in Alive song. And, and I was rolling my eyes and shaking my head. And right now as I'm talking, Kevin's dancing and acting like a fool. I think the listeners would really enjoy seeing the expressions on our face and the goofy things that we do that you can't see, but we do it anyway. It's it's like you can see us, but you can't. No, 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 no. And on that note, thank you for listening and subscribing. Until next week, take care. And don't forget, between now and next week, to hug a geek. <laughs> hey Tim. Huh? Tim, we're gonna do the show. Oh, I'm, dude, I'm playing Boba Fett pinball, man. But Tim, it's time for us to record Tech Fan. Well, this is about. Oh, dang it! Oh, it went in the Sarlacc pit. I hate when that happens. Tim, um, Tim, my. I know you like pinball, but we need yeah. to do our show. We okay. need to talk about technology and, and gadgets uh, and even video thing. games, even pinball. And, oh, did you say something about pinball? Yeah, I did, but you weren't listening. Mm, I think I'm going to... Oh. Yeah. Uh, Take that. I think it's going to be a solo show. Go Boba Fett. Oh. Huh? I'm sorry. I'll put this down. What? Let's record a show. It's the Tech Fan Podcast, right here on the Stoplight Network. <laughs>